Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth with your host, Diane Helbig. Diane is a leading small business development and leadership coach, author, and speaker who is passionate about sharing valuable ideas, tips, and techniques with business professionals worldwide. Diane brings you the world's experts and gurus in all things business, whether it's sales, structure, social media, planning, or plateauing, guests bring their expertise and energy to each episode. When growing your business is your focus, Accelerate Your Business Growth is the show to listen to. Got a topic or guest suggestion? Let Diane know. The goal is to make sure you have the information you need to move your business forward. Thanks for joining us. Settle in and enjoy. Hi, everybody. Thanks so much for joining me. Today's podcast is sponsored by Audible.com, and we are offering you a free trial of Audible. You can go to audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth, sign up for the trial, and really look around because there's a lot more uh, audio entertainment there than you might realize. The Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast has gained recognition as a great resource for small business owners, business leaders, sales professionals, uh, business people of all sorts. And that is because of the guests. Uh, these are folks who have expertise in particular areas of business. And they join me for a conversation where they share that expertise with all of you. Today is no different. My guest today is David Jay. David is the founder and CEO of Warm Welcome and was recently named a top 100 tech innovator and influencer. Revenues from Warm Welcome along with his other four companies will exceed $6 million in 2020. He believes that business can be a tool to help us build better relationships and connect us to a purpose far beyond ourselves. Thanks so much for joining me today, David. Thanks, Diane, it's great to be here. It's great to have you here. I am um, very curious to get your thoughts on what you think small business owners need, uh, you know, what they should be prioritizing so they can be successful. Yeah, well, you know, in today's climate, I think we've, uh, we've all experienced so much, uh, you know, negativity and depersonalization. Um, and so I think in order to be successful today, we really need to personalize what we're doing and get passionate about it. And I, I know this is something that you talk a lot about, um, you know, being passionate about what we're, what we're doing seems like a given, given the, the, uh, you know, struggles you go through as a small business or a startup. 
And, uh, and so, yeah, I think when we're, um, when we're looking at something and we're saying, Hey, how do I personalize this? How do I make it, um, something that I'm passionate about? Uh, I think the people that are involved in the connection to people is really what drives that. That's, that's interesting. So, I mean, I, I, as you said, I am a firm believer that uh, we really need to be building relationships and connecting with people and that, that, that success is sort of a byproduct of those relationships. Um, and, and so it, it feels like that's what you're saying as well. And I'm curious, so uh, this is like a two-part question. The first part is, why is making your business personal better for revenue? Yeah, well, one thing is, you know, almost all businesses are, are um, grown by, by people, right? And uh, whether that's the customer or the people internally at the company. And so the relationships there are the real drivers of the ROI. And, uh, you know, there was a study done by, um, uh, I think it was Charles Schaub, or um, it was one of the big, uh, the big financial firms, I forget which one it was, but they did a study and they, they wanted to find what drove the growth of these financial advisors. And, uh, what they found is that it was the relationship. It was the softer things. It wasn't the return on, you know, the money that the person had invested. It was actually the relationship with the financial advisors, what caused them to, to refer them. And, uh, and that was interesting because you'd think with something as transactional as financial, you know, planning or financial advising, you'd think it would be all about the numbers. And, uh, and so even in that industry, they found that it wasn't, it was about the relationship. Yeah, boy, that is surprising. Hmm. Okay. So here's the second part of my question. Uh, I, I'd like you to explain, like, so what do you mean when you say making your business personal? Get, can, like, what does that look like? If someone's listening, they're a small business owner, what, what, what does that look like to them? Well, I think it looks like um, it, it looks like what normal life looks like. And, you know, for a long time, we kind of separated business from our life. And, uh, you know, we, we went about our business in a certain way and went about the rest of our life in another way. And, uh, and people are just craving an authentic relationship with another human being. You know, we're all sick of, you know, having a chat bot just you know, give us these, these dumb answers that don't help us. And so we're like, just give me a human that can empathize with me a little bit that can understand my problem. And so when we talk to somebody in any context, whether it's in a business context or, or, you know, a personal context, like we just want them to be, to be human, you know, and to, to realize that, you know, there's another human on the other end of the line. And, uh, and so, you know, people are looking for, I think, less polish in our business communication and more just personal, authentic, empathetic uh, types of um, conversations and relationships. 
Ah, okay. Okay, thanks for that. That that's great. That definitely gave me um, a very good picture of it. It's funny when you were talking about that. I was thinking there are times when I don't mind the bot, uh, mm -hmm. but like if I just have something really quick, I need to find out. But when it's something where either I think it's complicated, you know, needs explanation, isn't the simple, you know, pick one through four, right. um, then I definitely want a human and I won't invest time with the bot. Like I, you know, I won't even try to figure it out with the bot. I just, right. you know, give me a human, give me, and I usually say that, you know, I, I'd yeah. like to talk to a human, please. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and so you talk about what's the driver of growth in in a business, and and you think about um, the still the best form of marketing we have is word of mouth marketing, and so we need to be creating promoters, evangelists uh, for our businesses, and and every conversation, every interaction we have with a client is an opportunity for that. Now, when you pass that over to a bot. A bot is not going to turn one of your customers into an evangelist for your business, like ever. <laughs> you know, it's not like I had such a great experience with that <laughs> bot, so I recommend this company to everybody, right? Yeah. So the driver of our our business's growth is our customers talking about us, and the way that we can do that is by developing a relationship with them and by um, creating an emotional experience that. Um, that just isn't created through a, you know, a ton of automation or a super efficient business. It's created when, you know, two humans connect over something and, uh, you know, start working together towards, you know, something that's, that's much, probably much bigger than, than the original problem they came in for. Okay. So let's talk about employees for a minute. Um, because I, I feel like that is really a key element here. It was like when you were talking about the financial firms and the study that was done, and it was really about the relationships. They're not necessarily, I mean, they're employees, but they're not really, they're, they you know tend to be more entrepreneurial. Um, but it feels like a company's employees play a really big role in this. And so it's important that, that they are feeling purpose, you know, and, and mm -hmm. happy. So how would you suggest that a business owner um, keep their employees, you know, happy and fulfilled? What are, what are things they should or could be doing? Well, I, yeah, I think two things, you know, the first one we've already talked a lot about the, the relationship there is really key and, and them understanding that their employer, their boss, the owner of the company is for them and fighting for their highest possible good, um, I think is really key. And, uh, and, and then, um, the, the second thing that I think is, is really key is, um, along the same lines, but it's, it's, are you creating an environment where you're fighting for something or you're fighting against something? And a lot of businesses oh. operate in kind of a red ocean of competition and they're focused so much about the competitive environment that they're in or beating their competitor, you know, that they're always fighting against things. 
rather than living in the blue ocean of innovation and opportunity. And I think we as humans are much happier when we're focused on innovation, opportunity, you know, things that we can control, new territory that we can go after. And, uh, and so I think the leaders of the companies that create that environment have much happier employees um, because they're all moving together towards something as a team. They're all, they're all um, fighting for something instead of fighting against something. Yeah, that feels more uplifting, mm-hmm. actually, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's something you want to do as opposed to feeling like it's, it's drudgery. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's, it's sort of attitudinal, so to speak, you know, that working towards something is a positive. So it engenders all of those positive feelings and energies and as opposed Absolutely. to feeling like you're in a slog. Yeah, you know, this year of all years, we felt so out of control, right? We felt like, gosh, one thing after another happens. And it's like, I can't control this. I can't control that. And, uh, and so I think at least with our our businesses, um, if we can, if we can focus on what we can control, and then make progress towards it, like it just changes our entire state to change like, gets us excited about moving forward in life rather than, you know, being the victim of all these things that we can't control anyway. Exactly. Right. Definitely. Okay. Um, I'm going to take a quick sponsor break so then we can continue the conversation. The Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast is happy to be sponsored by audible.com. And while you, I'm, I'm imagining, you know, that audible.com has thousands of audiobook titles uh, that you can choose from, you may not know about the other content. So there's uh, Audible Originals, it's content you can only get there. They have podcasts, guided meditations, news, and you can build uh, like a library of different sorts of audio content around your various interests and you don't have to go from one platform to another. It's pretty cool. I know I'm enjoying it a lot. Uh, and so in order to give you an opportunity to check it out for yourself, we are offering you a trial. You can go to audibletrial.com slash business growth, sign up for that trial, and then just explore. Just, you know, check out uh, what is there and try a couple of things. And I think, you know, you're going to be hooked like I am. I am also happy to announce that my book, Succeed Without Selling, is now available in paperback. If you're a small business owner or salesperson um, who struggles, we'll say, with getting results from your sales efforts, or if you just don't like the whole idea of selling, pick up a copy today. I think you're going to find that it provides you with an opportunity to look at sales a little differently and in a way that uh, you will be happy to engage. Today, we're speaking with David Jay about why making your business personal is better for relationships and revenue. Okay. So you mentioned a little bit before about promoters, and I'm wondering if we can go a little, you know, pull on that a little bit and and maybe give examples or talk some about how you turn a client into a promoter. Oh, this is great. This is probably my favorite topic. (laughs) Great. 
I'm a, I'm a startup guy and I've bootstrapped all of them. So, you know, we didn't ever have any capital come in. And, and so we really relied on, you know, building communities and then um, activating those communities, turning them into promoters or evangelists for us. And, um, and it's an exciting thing. I think it keeps us connected to our customer and the contribution that we're making to them. Um, but there's some really simple things that every single business can do um, to, to activate that. And, uh, and so, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm into this. Great. Great. So yeah, the, the, the first thing that I would, I would say, uh, which is a really easy win and incredibly powerful is um, video testimonials. Uh, this is something that I think is a real game changer uh, today because everybody can get a written testimonial and we've read them on every single website and they've really lost their, their impact because um, well, one, they're too easy to fake, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, we, we read things on the web every day and we're like, uh, I don't think that's true. Um, Right. I mean, that's like yeah. half of everything we read on Facebook is like, uh, that's probably not true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's, um, it's, it's funny how we really lost respect um, and trust in the written word, but the a video of somebody who is, you know, hit record said, Hey, this is how I feel about this person or this product. Um, you can look in that person's eyes and judge whether or not they're telling the truth. And that is really powerful. And so uh, what I would say is, you know, even if you've only had one client in, in your business, go to that client, say, you know, hey, I loved working with you. Uh, would you mind if we took just, you know, five minutes and I'll just pull out my phone and you just share what it was like working together? You know, and we can record a couple times if, you know, you don't feel like the first one went well, but, you know, just, just share with me, you know, what it was like working. And, and the reason why this is so effective, and you can do it in person, or you can do it online. Um, you know, you don't have to get together in person to do this, you can send them a link, and they can record the video right there. But um, the reason why it's so powerful is because by doing this, and um, asking this person to give you some feedback or to record a little testimonial. What you've done is you've overcome the most difficult part of anything, which is getting started, right? And when you're trying to activate a group of people or a person to, to be an evangelist, to be a promoter for you, the most difficult thing for them is doing it the first time. Oh. And so by you sitting down with them or sending them a link, and, and kind of encouraging them to, to think through what they would say to um, promote you um, or to recommend you, it's maybe a better, better language. Um, and then they practice it by actually recording that video the first time. Well, now you've, um, you've activated them and you've taken the, the hardest part, which is thinking through what they're gonna say away. And so, they will continue to refer you. They will continue to promote you beyond just that recorded video. The second part of that is now that you have the recorded video, you have something that you can go put online, you can share in 
ads, you can um, put it on your website and, and have it scale a little bit more, right? So you've got word of mouth marketing going, but then also word of mouth marketing going, which is a more scalable version of word of mouth. So very simple thing, takes you a few minutes, incredibly powerful um, in terms of activating uh, a referrer and, uh, and it's something that everybody can do. You don't need anything special. You just, you know, right. ask them for it. Wow. That's crazy. So, so I have to ask this question, which I think a lot of people are thinking, uh, as they're listening to this, how, mm, I'm not even sure how to ask the question. How do you get over the discomfort of asking? Yeah. You know, um, you you talked uh, in your in your book and, and in your podcast about it, about um, you know small business owners not wanting to be salespeople yeah and it's it's a common thing like you people don't want to you know feel like they're self promoting or feel like they're selling or things like that and I think when you take that out of the conversation and and you don't say like hey. Uh, well, you say all these nice things about me, right? You're not even saying that. You're just, um, you're going to this customer who you feel like you've had a good experience with and you're asking them um, just to share about their experience with you, right? So it's authentic, it's real. It's not, it's not like um, disingenuous, you know? It's, it's like, hey, you know, we're cl- yeah. we work together or we're friends or whatever. Um, would you mind sharing about that experience? And you're not trying to craft it a certain way. It's just, it's just people being normal. Like, you know, everyone loves to, to share about good stuff. Right. And, and so by, by going back to your client and saying, Hey, do you have any feedback? Um, you know, or if you had a great experience, do you mind sharing about it? Um, it's not, it's not kind of like a sleazy feeling thing. It's just, you know, Hey, do you mind, would you mind doing this? And so, yeah, I mean, I I like that. Would you mind sharing your experience of working with us? I like that because you you haven't said, would you recommend us? I mean, you're assuming that they're going to say good things or they're not going to say anything at all. Right. But it, it, it does sound less, uh, threatening to the person you're asking, like you're not putting them on the spot. Right. Hmm. Right. And it's, it's a muscle, you know, I think we're, we're, we're somewhat weak in businesses as they start of so many problems to solve. And this is when they kind of kick down the road a little ways, but it's, it's a weak muscle, even asking for a sale and, Hmm. and being direct, you know, a business relationship is on some level transactional and and that's okay there's there's nothing wrong with that you know somebody's paying you and you're right. providing a service and so there are asks you know on both sides of that 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 are okay and maybe a little bit uncomfortable but um that's not a bad thing it's just a muscle that we need to to grow i think that's a great point I agree. And, and there's no, there's no downside to, to doing it. And if you really know that you've, that you have a good relationship with that client, you've done a good job for them, then 
it, you know, that conversation should be relatively easy. Right. Mm. Right. And you have to pick in, in business, you, you have to kind of pick where you're willing to be uncomfortable. Right. And most people right. are, you know, based on the stats, most people are more comfortable going out of business than they are doing the things that will keep them in business. And that's why, what, I mean, what's the stat now? Nine out of 10 businesses yeah. fail within the first few years. And it's yeah. because people are, there's, they won't get over the discomfort of asking for a sale or maybe possibly pushing a little bit too hard. And so, you know, their business doesn't grow and then they go out of business. Like, well, that's pretty uncomfortable too. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I wouldn't like that. God, that reminds me. I think I heard somebody say once, well, being hungry is uncomfortable. So that, yeah. that's why I'm okay with asking for the sale because yeah, it's yeah, the alternative. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, now you mentioned startups a second ago. So I'm, I was wondering, um, in your estimation, what makes a successful startup? Well, it's really dependent on the, um, I would say on the founder or the owner, uh, because success is, is so personally defined, right? And, and so some people are creating a business because um, they want more freedom, you know, more time with their family, more, um, you know, opportunity or, or something like that. Um, some people are doing it because um, they are so obsessed and passionate about solving that problem. You know, other people are doing it because they have something to prove to the world and they want to, you know, make a bunch of money or they want, you know, to, to show all these naysayers and haters that they're valuable, you know? And, and so there's a lot of different things. And, um, and so I can't define it um, for everybody, but I would say, um, I, I think that, that the success of a startup uh, really should probably be valued on the contribution that it's making to the world. And, you know, it can make money. I'm not saying it has to be, you know, some pro bono nonprofit. Um, but the, the contribution to the world and the way that it's moving the world in a positive direction, I think is what makes, makes it successful. Interesting. So it gets back to purpose. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I um, think. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, people have, um, you know, their own personal purposes, and that's that's fine. But if something is going to um, make a big change, or has the potential even to make a big change. You know, you look at some of the great entrepreneurs of our time, like Elon Musk, and, you know, he, he um, cashed out of PayPal and I think had a 150 million bucks, something like that, put, put a bunch of it into Tesla and a bunch of it into uh, SpaceX. And I think he gave each of those companies about a 5% chance of making it. <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't know about you, but if, if I had 150 million bucks, like I, I might not uh, <laughs> make that bet. I'm going to start a car company or a rocket company, right? Both are probably <laughs> going to fail. Um, 
but his purpose there and what he saw as a potential for really changing society, um, both, you know, what he talks about is like here on earth, we need to move to more sustainable energy. And then we also need to get off of earth. <laughs> we need to get to Mars, right? So that's what SpaceX is all about. And, and, and that's what he believes is, is the right path forward. And it's a big bet, but if he's right, you know, and, and if he's able to succeed in that, like that's a, there's a massive, massive impact for um, civilization, right? Like these are not small problems. And so that's why I put him on a different level of entrepreneur than even like a Steve Jobs who, you know, we've all respected and use Apple devices and whatnot, but um, they're, they're solving much different levels of problems. And, uh, and so anyway, mm. I'm kind of going way out there. No, I, I'm, I'm actually glad that, that, that you went in that direction because I, some people would say that the impact is different, but there's still an impact you know, that there's still a, a positive impact. Some people would say there's a terrible impact on, on society with, the, you know, the iPhone and technology and whatnot. Um, but I guess I'm thinking about um, those sort of ground level, small business entrepreneurs who, and maybe it's a difference between entrepreneur and small business that um, start a business because they, you know, passionately believe they have something that is valuable to some segment of the community. Mm. So um, in that way, then they believe they are having a positive impact. You know, that what they're doing is contributing to the betterment of society or the planet or whatever, mm -hmm. depending on what it is they're doing. So... I guess it doesn't really matter how big or small you are. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Right. As long as you're doing something that matters. Right. Right. It can matter to one person. It can matter to, you know, a hundred people, but every single person matters. So, you know, if, if you're creating something that impacts somebody's life in a positive way, like you never really know the ripple effects of that. Right. And exactly. And so just like you brought up the ripple effects of these devices, like when, when the iPhone came out, we all waited in line at the, at the Apple store for them. Like we didn't know, you know, 10 years later that there's a chance these are contributing to some really negative things. And, yeah. you know, we see depression skyrocketing and, you know, suicide and all stuff. And it's like, you don't know that at the, at the beginning and I'm not blaming anybody for that but it's it's like we don't always know uh what's going to happen down the line right exactly yeah sometimes there are unintended consequences mm -hmm. yeah hmm. that's really interesting so tell me about um warm welcome yeah yeah it, it's been a fun project it started out as um kind of a a little side project and uh 
it was a friend of mine, Eric Knopf, who came to me with idea. He saw some other technology we were building, video tech. And uh, he said, gosh, I'd love to use that to send personal videos to all of our customers. And I was like, that's a fun idea. I love that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I spent the last two years of my life um, trying to help people connect with their customers better and build better relationships through video. Um, and so that's what it's meant to do. It's meant to uh, kind of tackle the entire customer journey uh, rather than just sending video emails or, you know, sharing a video on your website. We want to um, have every single part of the customer journey be personalized from a video business card to a little video bubble on your website or a video email signature so that, you know, every single one of your emails that you send has you smiling and waving in it, right? So it's a, a more human to human connection rather than just like a bunch of words on a page. Wow, I love that concept. That's so interesting. And okay, so then how do people find out more about it? Well, just over at warmwelcome.com. Oh, cool. uh, you know, you can go to the website. We've got, um, we've got all the apps, iOS, Android, Google, uh, uh, Chrome extensions, Gmail apps, all that. Um, you know, and, and hit us up, send us a video or look at our, you know, videos on the site. Like it's it and compare it to a website of all text or try out the video emails and compare those to, you know, the thousand emails you get every day that are all text and all look the same. And, uh, and you'll notice that the videos stand out more when you see somebody smiling and waving at you, communicating that they like you simply by a smile and a wave, it changes the, the interaction. You know, I, I think this is such a great idea. And especially in this time when we can't necessarily be physically in the same space with people, there is such a heightened need for that human to human connection. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah I, I just think this is, um, such a great way for people who really miss that and most of the people I talk to that's what they say that that the thing they miss most is being able to network and, and interact with people and engage with people and they don't know how to do it digitally well this mm. sounds like a, you know a great element a great you know piece to be able to add that's really interesting yeah because you, you really stand out you know you can yeah. use this on LinkedIn People use it for prospecting and um, building relationships on LinkedIn because, you know, we all get all these LinkedIn requests, right? Mm -hmm. And they all look the same and yeah. they all sound the same and they all feel yeah. the same. It's like, oh, geez, another one. Um, <laughs> but then you get one with a video yeah. and you're like, oh, that this stands out. This is different. And I get to hear this person talk. I get to see their smile in a world where like, we almost never get to see people smile anymore. Yeah. So they've got masks on. It's like, well, <laughs> online, you don't have to wear a mask. So <laughs> like, send a video and smile at people. Like there's yeah. life in that. We need to bring life however we can. Definitely. I love that idea. And I, and I love this concept about you know, making sure that your business is personal and, and human. I think it really 
it, you know, there's the whole transactional side of the business and that takes care of itself, but it's the personal side of the business that creates long-term customer relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. You know, David, I really appreciate you spending this time with me. I think this is a great subject um, that that we haven't talked enough about, you know, that, that this is really, it doesn't have to be complicated, doesn't have to be hard, um, and can really make a big difference. So thank you very much for joining me. You bet. Thanks, Diane. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And listeners, you know, not only does this give you food for thought and, you know, making sure that internally and externally uh, your business is is really personal and and human Uh, but head on over to uh, warmwelcome.com and check that out i know i'm going to Uh, and i'd like to thank our sponsor audible.com pick up your free trial go to audibletrial.com business growth sign up for the trial and check out all that audio content and uh, set up different uh, areas of interest for yourself. And if you are a small business owner or salesperson, or you know a small business owner or salesperson who struggles with the whole concept of selling, go to your favorite bookstore online or in person, if that's still a possibility, and pick up a copy of Succeed Without Selling. As always, continue to prosper and be curious And until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. Okay, what's my line? Uh, The only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. Bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder Donut. Okay, what's my line? Uh, The only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, my name is Sarah, and I want to tell you about my podcast called Can I Offer You Some Feedback? I'm a business consultant and executive coach with over 20 years experience in change management, leadership development, and naturally providing feedback to high performers. My podcast is for those of you who have a complicated relationship with feedback, whether giving, receiving, avoiding, or seeking. Feedback is essential for our development. In each episode, you'll hear from real people across industries with their ideas, perspectives, and best practices on feedback. I'll also be sharing Business Bites with you, simple explanations of organizational tools, management techniques, and leadership philosophies that will help you and your businesses thrive. You can listen to Can I Offer You Some Feedback on your favorite podcast app or learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com.